The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. All right, Farrell on the bench with you. So the Lakers beat the Hawks. 107-99 in Atlanta, and uh, they did it with AD having uh, 25, LeBron had 21, 7 and 9, uh, Schroeder had 16, Pope 11, uh, Harold 19, and three boards to go with it, and the Lakers get it done uh, on the Hawks side, uh, Trey Young had 25, Collins had 22. The Hornets in overtime beat the Heat in Miami by 8, 129-121. Monk goes off, has 36. Malik Monk, you remember him? When's the last time Malik Monk went off in a game? How about never? Malik Monk has 36, 11 of 18 from the floor. He hit nine threes. And then... Ball had 14, 5, and 7 in his first start. Rozier was down with an ankle. So they went with uh, LaMelo, 14, 5, and 7 dimes. He had a couple threes, shot poorly, 3 of 11 from the floor. Graham had 24, Zeller 19 and 12, the double-double. And Hayward had 19 as well. They beat the Heat. Butler had 25, Adebayo 23, and... Uh, Robinson, 16, Hero, 11. They had everybody. Drogic was in that game. He was terrible. One of nine from the floor. He had three points, seven boards, eight dimes. And the Heat lose in overtime to the Hornets. That's a brutal loss for the Heat. I mean, they are obviously 7-13. Uh, they are not the team at all that went to the finals. I mean, they, it just sucked the life out of them. Going to the finals and losing to the Lakers. The run they went on in the bubble and then to turn around and have to play another season. Is it not obvious to you that, that it caught up with them? I mean, they just suck. It's amazing to me. Now, I know they've had all kinds of injuries and everything else and guys out of the lineup. But they had everybody in the lineup tonight and they still got beat by the Hornets, no less. And they're awful. But... uh I'll give you this. They got a better record than the Heat, 10 and 11, but nobody's afraid of the Hornets. And uh, all of a sudden, they go to Miami and win that game in overtime. That's a bad loss for the Heat. The Bulls won the game by 110-102 over the Knicks. I know early on, Markkanen was having a huge game. He ended up with 30 for the Bulls, and Levine had uh, 21. I get sick of hearing about, let's trade Levine. The guy scores 27 a game. And uh, the Bulls want to uh, allegedly he's been uh, the center of trade discussions forever. And then as for uh, the Knicks, they took the lead 97-96, but they lose. Randall had 23 to lead them. And uh, R.J. Barrett had 14-7-3. and The Knicks are a lot better than anybody thought they would be. I'll give them that. Cavs beat the T-Wolves 198. They were laying three. They win by two. Bucks blow out the Blazers. 134-106 was the final. And uh, bottom line is the Greek Freak had 18, Middleton 17, Holiday at 22, and Portis 21. We welcome in our radio affiliates, Satellite Radio, Sirius XM 204. That's our channel, Sports Grid Radio Network. Mightier 1090 in San Diego, good to have you with us in SoCal. And... Uh, obviously, Sports Map Radio and Sports Byline USA and Armed Forces Radio. Good to have you on the bench tonight. I'm Pharrell with Mafia. So 134-106 was the final Bucks win it and uh, handle the Blazers after their tough game the other night where Dame hit the winner uh, to beat the Bulls. 
And then they go to Milwaukee and get whacked. Kings beat the Pelicans tonight in New Orleans, 118-109. Barnes had 24. How about uh, Darren Fox, 38 for the Kings. He was 14-24 from the floor, 3 of 10 from downtown. He had 12 dimes to go with it, 38, 4, and 12. I love De'Aaron Fox. I think he's a badass. Pelicans, they get 20 from Ingram. And then Ball, Lonzo had 14. Bledsoe had 14. And uh, Josh Hart had 15. But they lose at home. And it's funny, uh, you know, you're always hearing about uh, Zion Williamson and, uh, you know, how great – you know, the Pelicans, they got this amazing player. He had 17 tonight, eight boards, two assists. Too bad they're 7-12. Um, and 12. I mean, the Pelicans suck. That's just the bottom line. That's all there is to it. Rockets blow out the Thunder, 136-106. They continue to play defense and win games. Christian Wood had 18. Wall had 18. Oladipo had 15. Uh, Eric Gordon had 25, including five threes. They blow out the Thunder in Oak City, 136-106. Mafia, what happened there? Suns win it 109-108. Booker at the end with the big shot? Yeah, Mavs went up by two with about 15 seconds left. And CP3 drives down into the corner, kicks it out to Booker for an open three, and he nails it with 1.5 left. They win by one, and the Mavs lose their sixth straight. 109-108 was the final... And uh, Booker, D-Book's a badass. Uh, Chris Paul had 34. D-Book had 24. They had all five starters in double figures, plus Big Frank the Tank, Kaminsky, with 11. Big win for the Suns, and the Grizzlies beat the Spurs 133-102. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. If sports talk stations were cars, we'd be the one that you drove the wheels off of in high school, cruising for chicks and going to the game on Friday nights, then forgetting where you parked it till Saturday morning and you had to get your buddy to drive you around looking for it. I think I see it, man. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. He loves the Foo Fighters. Anyway, um, tonight in the uh, Laker game, I don't know if you saw what happened, but um, I don't even know how late it was in the game, but LeBron got into it with a fan, 
apparently this, and I only saw the tail end of it. I saw this guy uh, arguing with uh, LeBron or something. He And LeBron admitted he had an exchange with the guy. But what got really interesting was when uh, these women jumped up. And uh, they were all dolled out. And this game was in Atlanta. And these chicks were, like, dressed to the nines. They had it all going. The fur coats, the diamonds, the earrings, the whole thing. You know, the nails. And they were drinking. They had cocktails. They were rocking. And um, the refs threw out four of them. I think two men, two women. I could be wrong. But I know that, that four fans were ejected. I think what I saw was two chicks arguing with uh, the ref and with LeBron, screaming and yelling. And uh, after the game, they asked LeBron about it. He basically was like, um, I love the fans, and it's way better with fans in the arenas, and it sucks not having fans. So um, I got no problem with, uh, he said, I love the uh, fans, uh, Laker Nation, and those that hate Laker Nation. And then he said, I think the advantage that they had in the fight was that they were all drinking. And uh, that's a nice way of saying they were hammered. And he said, we weren't. They were drunk. We weren't. And he said, um, and then Frank Vogel got into it after the game saying, we can't have drunk women screaming and spitting on our refs. Because they were like right up in the ref's face. You could see it. Like I saw this chick and she was having none of it. Some blonde chick and she was having none of it. She was giving uh, this ref the business. She was giving LeBron the business. And you could tell she had her wine swerve on. <laughs> she had her, she had it all going. But uh, I only caught a glance of it. I got to be honest with you, just the tail end of it. So I kind of, I didn't think she was that bad looking, to be honest with you. I mean, if you're going to get in a fight with a chick at the, at the game, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm in preferably with a hottie. You know, I'd rather get in a fight with a hottie than a, um, a heifer. And I'm just being honest, Mafia. You know how I am. I just tell it like it is. If people can't handle that. I know they get, people are so sensitive now. I got, you know, I'm not, I'm not from Sensitiveville over here. I'm still mean and like making fun of myself and others completely. But nothing like turning on the NBA highlights and seeing LeBron going at it with some hot blonde in the in the front row. And she's got like a big drink in her hand as she's arguing with him. Anyway, the Lakers won the game as the end of their road trip. They've been out on the road forever. So there you go. In uh, that Grizzlies win, Mafia, 133-102. I'm telling you, that team is on fire. The Grizzlies are lighting it up. They're now nine and six, seven straight wins. And uh, that's crazy. I mean, they're playing well. Uh, they had all five starters in double figures. Plus, they had uh, four guys on the bench in double figures. That's serious. They shot 55%, make it 56% from the floor. And they shot 50% from downtown. And... Um, I mean, they're a decent team. Remember we talked to uh, Eric Hasseltine, the voice of the Grizzlies on Coast to Coast uh, before I, I was on break. I just have to tell you, uh, just so we can clear this up, Mafia uh, will back me up on this. So uh, I've had a number of people question my, uh, my vacations. And uh, listen, it's not that big of a deal. I, people get all worked up about when I'm not... Uh, on the air, apparently. I don't know what it is about how I take off and suddenly I'm a, uh, I'm a villain. But here's the deal. Um, basically, from where I come from, from the side of the river I come from, my year ended Friday, right? So I'd, I've been at Sports Grid for a year. And so uh, it was my last week of that year. And um, bottom line is, is I had days to use or lose. And I, uh, I used them, and I still had days left. Mafia knows it's true. Um, I have another week off, and I, I'm not even taking it, right? So uh, I could have another uh, week to uh, enjoy myself doing nothing in the staycationville world we're living in. You can't go anywhere without being uh, isolated for 10 days. I'm not quarantining for anything. 
I've already done that. So I'm not quarantining again because I'm going on a trip to the, you know, Caribbean or to the Florida or to California surfing, skiing, whatever. I'm not going anywhere where I got to quarantine. Kiss my ass, okay? So vacations suck. Every single vacation I took in the last year, I literally never went anywhere. I didn't even go down the street. All I did was play basketball, right? So it really sucked. I thought 2020 was the worst year of my life. I mean, I love working at Sports Grid. I I enjoy it. It's cool and everything. But when you when you're trapped in your house for a year and you can't go anywhere, you can't do anything, you can't go on vacations with your family, things of this nature that you're used to or accustomed to doing, I think that sucks. So anyway, if it makes you feel any better, I know people said, well, this guy never works. Yeah. Uh, no one ever said anything when I didn't take a day off for 10 months. You know, I, I was there every single day from the day I started for 10 months. And then I finally started I taking off. So anyway, here's the good news. Um, the good news is, is I'm not going to take a day off now for like six, seven months. And the bad news is, uh, is that once again, at the end of the year, uh, I will, when it turns crappy and it starts raining and snowing, I'm out of here. And I hope to God, I pray to God this COVID haunt is over by then so that I can go somewhere warm with chicks and G-strings or just nothing at all. Because where I go in the Caribbean, they don't even wear clothes. Everybody's naked. The, you know, golden tan, naked. Naked. They, they got it all. And if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. So I'm going to go and I'm going to do it again. And it is what it is. But for the uh, foreseeable future, as Mafia knows, I like to go on long runs where I don't take off any days, like uh, from now through like the summer. I'm not a big fan of summer vacation. Everybody's, well, we're going up to the lake. Uh, the family and our our best friends and their kids, we're all going up to the cabin. <laughs> I don't I do not do that, okay? Dear God, it's beautiful. I don't, I don't go anywhere with anyone. I don't have like family you know, dual family vacations or triple family vacations. I've already tried that before. I wanted to kill people. So I just, uh, I take most of my vacations when it's crappy. Like now, last week I was off. Suddenly, I wish it was this week because this week would have been better with the blizzard and everything. You know what I mean? So if it makes you feel any better, I'm going to be here every day. It would appear to me, unless I die, which could happen at any moment. But I'm going to I'm going to allegedly mafia do every day now for just a very long stretch. Like I'm doing a prison stretch. Uh, tell them mafia. Don't I usually go six, eight, ten months without a day off? Yeah, you do. And that was non COVID years, too. You would just, you know, take something like right after the Super Bowl and not something till you know, maybe July. And after that, it's not till the fall. You just kind of forget about it. You get locked in on doing great shows. Just you forget about taking off. And then all of a sudden it hits you and you're like, oh, got to take off the next month. Yeah. But, you know, there was some you could feel there was tension with me uh, taking off because I took off the first week of November and then Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's and then this one. And uh, people get all caught up in it. And uh, I don't know why people are so invested in my vacations or when I'm not on the air. It seems to bother people tremendously. I don't uh, you know, it's weird. I never ask anyone. Mafia will tell me because I'm off uh, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday. I'll be I'll like, oh, all right. See ya. Or Carver High will take off and will be like, oh, when is that? He's like, yeah, next week I'm off. I'm like, okay, bye. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. 
The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. with you and mafia so uh by the way not not really exciting but i am uh i spent the entire week off uh working on my project in my basement so i'm uh doing uh building a studio uh a tv and radio studio mafia remembers my old crib i used to have a really cool uh little studio down in uh the basement uh believe it or not tony siragusa when he did man caves wasn't that the show on Do It Yourself Network? That's what that show was called or something? Yes, it was. Anyway, he he did my basement, and he built my uh, Howard Stern studio. And I'm good friends with Goose. He's cool. And um, so I moved, obviously, uh, like, I don't know, five or six years ago or something like that, five years ago. And uh, the house I live in now, uh, I have to fix it, right? I had to, It's an old house. And uh, there's all kinds of projects that need to be done. And uh, I'm doing all those one at a time. They're only uh, super expensive, cost a ton of money. And uh, all I know is I've done all kinds of stuff to the house already. Nothing major, but I redid all the bathrooms and blew out bathrooms and built one huge bathroom upstairs. And then I did a powder room downstairs and all this. And now I'm working on uh, turning the basement into a, you know, full-blown entertainment center, uh, bar, party area, um, like an extra living split, you know, uh, space, just like totally blow out the basement, make it badass and a party room. And then on the other side, I'm building a, um, a soundproof studio, uh, a cool, like a separate room studio, a big ass studio room where I'm going to do all the shows from, uh, and I'm going to work from in there. And it's uh, it's taken me a long time to get it ready uh, to build because my basement was a disaster. It was like a absolute. When I moved, I moved everything into the basement, and then everything else went to where it went in rooms and all that. But the, all the boxes and everything from the other house, it all went to the basement, and the basement was a nightmare. So I cleaned it all out, uh, and last week I did the final cleaning of everything, and I got everything out of the way. Everything's done. Everything's ready. Everything's good to go. And now this guy and his crew of like 10 are coming in to blow out my entire basement in a few days here. I don't know when, like a week or something like that. Anyway, I've been waiting for this dude to come do this for so long. I lost track of when he's doing it. But either way, that's what I did. So my exciting vacation was uh, worthless. All I did was uh, work my ass off lifting heavy crates and boxes and, and junk and moving stuff and and. You know, it just took forever. It took literally seven days. So I did it, and I'm done, and now I'm ready to build this studio. And it's taken forever, but it's going to get done. Hopefully in the next three or four weeks it'll be done, and I'll be rocking and rolling, and you'll see me in a new uh, studio when I do uh, Coast to Coast and when I do Pharrell on a Bench. That'll be cool. Hopefully uh, that's going to come together nicely, and they'll do a good job, and it'll be badass. I know uh, I'm excited about it, and I know it cost me an arm and a leg, so hopefully it'll be worth it uh, at the end of the day, and it'll all uh, come to fruition, and it'll be uh, kick-ass. 
All right, so as far as college basketball goes tonight, the biggest game was Texas Tech and Oklahoma. I told you it was a two-point game. What, about 25 seconds ago? Texas Tech won that game by five. I don't remember. I know I got it at five, so I pushed on Oklahoma, but I think it went to five and a half on Coast to Coast today. I could be wrong. I, I, I don't even know. I'm, I'm probably wrong, but I got it at five, so I pushed. I had Texas Tech winning Oklahoma covering the five, so – uh, that's how it ended. Uh, Red Raiders win it by five. And then Loyola of Chicago beat Missouri State by 20. I hit that game. Memphis blew out uh, Central Florida 96-69. I hit that game, minus nine. I hit Wofford over East Tennessee State by five. Murray State over Southeast Missouri State, 77-60. Drake absolutely blew out Illinois State. They beat them by two in overtime over the weekend and then beat them tonight by... 35. So uh, I guess I don't even know what to uh, believe. How about that? That number went from five to seven and a half. Oklahoma covered the number. Cover! And Indiana State beat Bradley. I gave you Indiana State today on Coast to Coast, 67-55 over Bradley. I gave you Austin P minus four over SIU Edwardsville. They beat him 74-59. Eastern Washington, the Hawks beat Sacramento State, 94-79. I gave you this one, too, Mavia. West Carolina to win and Citadel covering the uh, five and a half. That hit both ways. And then Miami, I gave you on Coast to Coast today. Uh, They were getting, it was like, I got it at eight, eight and a half, and it moved to 11 and a half. I said, there's no way they're beating Miami by 11 and a half in Coral Gables. It's not happening. And sure enough, Miami beat Duke 77-50 or 77-75, beat them by two. And kind of in an afternoon game, Louisville beat uh, Georgia Tech 74-58. That was my top play. They hit and covered. And then Evansville beat Valpo by seven, and I stayed off of that game. So I have to ask you, Mafia, I was on uh, in East Lansing today with my friend Mad Dog, and uh, I go on there a lot in East Lansing. I was on the radio there forever, and then – when I left uh, CBS, uh, that was the end of that. But either way, uh, I've, I've kept doing that show uh, frequently. I go on with him. He's a cool dude. And uh, I was making fun of Michigan State. Bottom line, they suck, right? There's no questions asked. They're awful. And I don't care what anybody says. He has never, in, in my you know, recollection, I cannot remember a time ever, ever, that he's been this bad. Uh, Izzo has never in my, I don't remember once him ever having a team this bad. They are as soft as cinnamon rolls and they just absolutely suck and they do nothing right at all. And when they lose, I mean, they get whacked, right? So I'm thinking about them and I was talking about them today. I'm like, if that team so much as even gets mentioned for the NCAA tournament, then shame on that committee shame on college basketball shame on everyone if you suck as bad as they do and kentucky and duke too that's this is where i'm headed if you're as bad as these teams have been now over the weekend didn't we see a glimmer of hope from duke they had like a big win and then they turn right around tonight and lose and they lose to miami and i gotta tell you miami is not good they're seven and ten Duke's seven and six, and I think uh, I know this is their first game in February. They and and then over the weekend they beat uh, Clemson's ass seventy nine fifty three, beat Georgia Tech by seven, and the last time a week ago Saturday they lost to Louisville, and then uh, that week they had lost to Pitt, and then they had lost uh, the week before that to Virginia Tech. So they, I mean, they have been so terrible, but then they showed signs of life against Clemson. They turn right around and lose to a crappy Miami team tonight. And I don't know what you think, Mafia, but I just cannot let, I'm still in a position where I cannot let Duke, Kentucky, or Michigan State, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I cannot let them into the tournament at this point. And now I am not letting Michigan State in at all. At all. They would literally, if they won out, if they won out every game they played the rest of the season, then you might have a story that they that they earned it. But I, I'm sorry. 
when you're as bad as they've been in conference, when you're as bad as Kentucky has been, when you're as average as Duke has been, someone explain to me, Mafia, you, explain it to me. How can any of them get into the tournament when you suck as bad as they suck? I mean, just for once, they got to show some onions and keep these three out of it because they don't deserve to be there. Yeah, I mean, listen, this crazy season, obviously, it's going to be hard to figure out who's in, who's out. Usually, you know, you have like, okay, if you win 20 wins or you get this many, you know, good wins, that you have the RPI, all the stuff that they usually factor in. Like, it has to go out the window this year because of how many teams were, you know, Villanova was shut down for a month. Duke was shut down for a couple weeks. All these teams that were shut down, you're, you're not going to get to the amount of games they usually get to. So, obviously, that metric of like 20 wins is out the window this year. I don't know how they're going to determine who's in, who's not, and who deserves like these top seeds. How is one team better than the other? But I agree with you. All these blue bloods that are, you know, really sucking it up this year, Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, don't let them in. Michigan State, they don't belong. They don't deserve it. And I love it that they don't because it could be the first time ever March Madness is really up for grabs with anybody because all these other years, we start talking about these mid-major teams or these lesser teams in these Power 5 conferences, but how maybe it's one of these teams, maybe it's one of the non-traditional ones that are finally going to win it. And in the end, they choke and we don't get them. They're not there. It's still Duke and Kansas and Kentucky. I would love if those teams aren't even in the tournament this year so we could get actually a real insane tournament of just a bunch of, you know, nobodies coming in there and trying to win the greatest trophy. Well, look, I mean, Duke's five and four in the ACC. And um, there's only, you know, Duke, North Carolina, Louisville, Florida State, Virginia Tech, Virginia are the only teams with a winning record in conference. So uh, they're going to try to sell you how Duke's got a winning record in conference and they deserve to be there. And it makes me want to puke. What I'd really like to see is, frankly, uh, all of the schools that are playing well and that have a great record, I don't care who they played, if you're in this COVID and you're able to go out and play ball and you're able to have a really good season and a really good record and you got a, a team that can, you know, you can be proud of because they've done all kinds of things. They're the ones that deserve to be in the tournament this year in Indiana. That's that's who deserves to be in the NCAA tournament. Not these schools that have a 500 record in conference in the SEC or ACC or Big East or anywhere. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. Don't believe us. 
never turn us off. You'll see. Keep listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. So uh, for on a bench, I was looking at, uh, you know, teams, obviously, I think it's pretty simple that, uh, you know, the top 25 teams, let's say if it were tomorrow, right, and I was voting uh, and I was on the committee, I'd be like, okay, all these teams, right, I would think coaches and, and AP, literally all of them are going to the NCAA tournament, right? Every one of those teams is getting in, literally all of them, Drake, Purdue, Kansas, Florida, UCLA at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, if Florida State at 20, you know they're going. Wisconsin, Missouri, West Virginia, Vitek, Creighton, Virginia, Texas Tech, Illinois, they're all going. Tennessee, Alabama, top 10. Oklahoma, nine. Iowa, going. Ohio State, Texas, Houston, Michigan, Villanova, Baylor, and Gonzaga, they're all going. And then you look at the other ones. Oklahoma State, they're going. USC, they're going. Uh, Loyola of Chicago, I'd say they go. Minnesota, uh, that's... That's sketchy, but they had some big wins, so I could see them going. Xavier's had a ton of COVID problems, but they're good. They should go. Boise should go. Uh, I could see people saying no St. Bonnie, whatever, Belmont, St. Louis. Uh, Toledo, to me, deserves to go. Uh, now, Oregon, Colorado, I, I, I think Colorado deserves to be in the NCAA tournament. I know they've lost some close games lately. San Diego State is a really good team, I think. I think they should go. Uh, UConn, that's borderline. Louisville, I mean, Louisville's got to go to the tournament, right? Like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, North Carolina, I'm going to put in over Duke. And then Georgia Tech's had some big wins. I'd say, you know, they, they're they sketchy. Rutgers, I, I think Rutgers had some great wins. I, I think they're right there on the on the bubble. I would put them in. Uh, look, Rutgers had better wins than, than Duke, Kentucky, and, uh, you know, these Blues that, that think they deserve to go. Michigan State, they're not going. They don't deserve to go. So uh, I get it. Some people, you know, Minnesota, Louisville, St. Louis, Oregon, drop out of the you know top 25, drop out of getting votes. But I'm I'm sick and tired of uh, these free passes for Duke, and then you know Duke always deserves to be in the tournament. Fair enough, I'll give you that. But this year they don't, and they're going to get in. I'll bet my life on it because they're f- over 500 in the ACC, and they're over 500 overall, and they just can't get enough of Mike Shashevsky. That's just all there is to it. He'll get a vote every time to be in that tournament, no matter what. Christ, if they had their way, they'd play every game at the Cameron Indoor. In the tournament, they'd never make them go anywhere. They'd just let them have a free ride to the Final Four. That's what they want. College basketball cannot get enough of Duke. Trust me when I tell you. And you know it, right? It's automatic. You know it's it's true. All right, Mafia. Uh, I know that uh, we got to get into some of this uh, Super Bowl stuff. And I know we have uh, some fantastic stuff tonight. Uh, first, on both sides of the ball, going into the game on Sunday. And uh, Bucks, Chiefs, I told you earlier, I'm doing a show Sunday with uh, Marenzi, I think from 3 to 6 Eastern, right before the game. I think the game's at like 6.30 or something like that, right? I could be wrong. But I'm doing a show on SportsGrid on uh, Sunday, so that should be cool. And uh, we're going to be talking about this game all week long. I'm glad I was off last week so I didn't have to talk about it for two weeks. I want to kill myself. Uh, I can't handle the two-week uh, talk about the Super Bowl. It's it's enough to drive me batty. I could end up in a rubber room. The other thing is uh, baseball All-Star Week. That's another one. I'll work during the baseball All-Star Week. I'll uh, be doing the show, and I'll I'll want to just have a root canal. It's so bad that week. I can't stand it. I could care less who wins the home run derby. I could care less. I mean, I, I'm just like, whatever. Uh, but this uh, game is going to be so good. I, it's so hard to even gauge. Like, I don't think anybody knows whether they're coming or going on this game. 
I don't think anyone can sit there with utmost confidence and say, oh, it's automatic, Chiefs. Oh, the Bucks are going to win that game easy. They got this game in the bag. They're they're automatic. Uh, Brady's not losing a Super Bowl, except he's lost three. Uh, you know, they're playing at home. It's it, They got this easy piece of cake. Walk in the park, tiptoe through the tulips. I don't think anybody knows one way or the other. Mafia, have you made your mind up on the Super Bowl? I have, but I wouldn't say that I'm, you know, heavily confident. And I think either team could definitely win. I think they both have. You can make a great argument for either one, the way they've played these last couple of weeks. But I definitely have. I think the Chiefs are going to win the game. I think they're a little better. I think the banged-up secondary for the Bucs is going to be a, a problem for them. I think the defense has been great for the Bucs, but the offense has been okay. And the way that the Kansas City Chiefs played incredible defense against the Bills makes me think they could do a good job against Brady and the Bucs. And then I thought they looked really good uh, in the title game. I thought Brady looked really good in the title game. I thought he was dropping dimes, except for those three picks he threw. If he throws three picks against Kansas City, they'll lose that game as sure as I'm sitting here. Now we have, uh, let's start with the Bucs. Leonard Fournette, uh, what he credits his great play the past few games to. Uh, heard on the opening drive on NFL Radio with Solomon Wilcox and Ed McCaffrey on Sirius XM. Here we go. Uh, it's all about the confidence level. It's all about you at first. You know, you got to understand and trust in the hard work you put in during the summer just to get here and understand you know, the playbook, things like that. But when you're on the field with your guys and you, you surround yourself with greatness and with other playmakers to kind of rub off on um, off each other. There he is, Leonard Fournette on Sirius. Uh, Chris Godwin uh, says you have to be able to match the Chiefs offensively heard on airing it out on Sirius XM NFL radio with Shea Pebbler and Charlie Weiss on NFL radio. The biggest thing really is just, you know, sticking to our game plan. Um, you know, we understand that there's going to be, you know, trading blows. Um, they're a really, really good team and they have a really explosive offense. So we understand that there'll be times, you know, where they make their plays and, you know, we have to be able to respond. And of course, uh, the GOAT, Tom Brady, it took time for them to gel this was heard on Moving the Chains on Sirius XM, NFL Radio with Jim Miller and Pat Kerwin. You're getting to know your players. You're getting to know the system. You're getting to know situational football. All those things are a little different. It's not entirely different, but it's just a matter of getting in your brain so you can ultimately react and anticipate so you can, you know, go play well. So uh, Tom Brady, of course, um, eats better than you, lives better than you has a better-looking family than yours, better-looking wife, better career. He's got better jewelry. He is on fire. He really is on fire. And today, when he was doing an interview, which was on the television screen, uh, I think we ran some of it even on Coast to Coast, somewhere along the way, 34C, uh, spotted Tom Brady and said, um, she said to uh, young Chopper, my daughter, He, uh, she said, you know, he does uh, great work uh, with his diet and with his Botox. He's done a wonderful job of uh, hiding his aging. He has the elixir. He has the fountain of youth. Uh, she believes that he uh, Botoxes his face. And I was like, do you really think that Tom Brady does that? And she's like, the guy looks like he's 26 years old. And I was like, you know, you're right. He does. And I'm, I, you know, I'm old. I'm, I'm double nickels. I mean, I got receding hairlines, the whole deal. I got wrinkled. I got bags under my eyes. I got it all going. Meanwhile, this guy's, what, 43 Mafia? And he looks like he's 26. He never, he literally looks better now. It's almost like he, even though he never did, even though he never did, it looks like he had, um, like his hair is so perfect. Like the amount of hair he has, he's never lost one strand of hair. And his face, he literally looks like the same as when he came into the league. I mean, he's not aged one day. And then to top it off, today the guy went on record at the Super Bowl media day virtually. He went on record as saying he's thinking about, playing. you know, he'll at least consider, uh, he would definitely consider playing past 45. But he has to be 100% committed. He has to be all in. There can't be any wavering. But it sounds to me like, 
Uh, he's definitely, well, we already know he's definitely playing next year. And he's he's going to the Super Bowl this year, going to play next year. Mafia, do you think he'll play beyond next year? I do not. I think now it's all rhetoric. I mean, obviously, he's done a great job to get here. You can't take anything away from him. But there have been signs that it's not, you know, the normal Tom Brady season over the last couple of years. He's gotten it done with just enough. But, you know, those, like you said, those three picks in the title game, he's never done that before. And plus, you know, his wife was clamoring like two years ago for him to stop. If he plays another two, three, four years, you think she's going to stay with him? Come on. So he, uh, you think it's all rhetoric because he's going to, what he's going to do is he's, he did say, he left the door open. He said, I'll know when it's time. So after next year, he'll say, uh, it's time. I don't, I don't think I can go 100 all in. I can only go 90, 85% all in. It's not good enough for me. I only play at a hundred percent commitment and he'll, and he'll bail. All right, let's listen to the chief side. Uh, the MVP, the badass Patrick Mahomes injured his toe. Uh, remember he's feeling a lot better hurt on moving the chains on Sirius XM NFL radio. Our partners on satellite with, uh, Jim Miller and Pat Kerwin. Going into that Buffalo game, obviously, uh, I was able to move enough, but I felt like I was still restricted and wasn't able to use the same kind of yeah. agility that I that I always always use. And having these extra uh, few weeks here has really gave me time to let this thing heal uh, and being able to rehab it back up. And it, it's getting it's getting to where it's basically back to normal. Yeah, that's great news for the Chiefs and bad news for the Bucks. Eric Bieniemy, he doesn't mind putting his head coaching dreams on the side to focus on the Super Bowl. Heard on. The opening drive with Solomon Wilcox and Ed McCaffrey on Sirius XM NFL Radio. I'll sacrifice that as much as I can because when it's all said and done with, it's all about making sure that we can be at our best when our best is needed. And our guys have been resilient this entire year. They've worked their tails off. And I just want them to make sure that we understand we want to eliminate the distractions. We don't want Eric Bieniemy being that distraction. So my job is to make sure that all my is on them. That's Eric Bieniemy. I am surprised, Mafia, uh, very surprised that he got uh, basically passed over for any head coaching jobs in the NFL and that everyone's going to say, well, he was busy coaching uh, the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. And, you know, he did do interviews and everything. I am surprised the Texans didn't hire him. I'm even more surprised they didn't hire him, knowing that Watson was livid and that he wanted – uh, be enemy, and he didn't want um, he didn't want the guys uh, that they hired the GM. He didn't want uh, Esther be in there. Uh, he didn't want uh, they didn't want Casario. They didn't uh, they don't like the owner. They didn't they were sick and tired of Bill O'Brien. I'm telling you, I've said it a million times. There are players that didn't like him, and he's finally gone. Everything since that guy left, everything the the owner, the new GM. The Easterby, all of them, everyone, the players hate them, all of them, across the board. The only reason they put up with the owner is because he writes their checks. And then I think they shafted the enemy for this Cully guy. I didn't know Cully was black. I, I thought he was some white guy. I never heard of him before in my life. Uh, so at least they uh, hired a, a minority uh, because I thought they were just shafting the enemy and going with a white guy as usual. I never heard of the guy in Philly or the guy in Houston, uh, both bums. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Coach K, two and four in his last six, doing another press conference, doing another chat with ESPN, trying to talk his way into the tournament with his crappy team. Just for once, leave them out. They don't deserve to be in. They'll get in. They always do. They'll get in. (laughs) They'll make the final four. I mean, they are terrible, and they'll still be in the Sweet 16. It's unbelievable. The guy is five national championships. I won't deny it. But anyway, going back to the other thing, the top story tonight, obviously jumping out at everybody is Mickey Calloway, the former Met manager with the Angels pitching coach now. Or, you know, he's been in that same role in Cleveland. Bauer hates him, wants nothing to do with him. Now will this open the door for Bauer to go to the Angels? We'll see. Or did the Cohen thing turn him off in New York? Cohen now turning off Twitter because his family's been receiving threats. And everything else ever since the GameStop stock chaos last week on Wall Street. So all I know is Mickey Calloway tonight all over the news that he, over the last several years, harassed allegedly at least five female reporters, media members, uh, and, you know, explicit stuff, photos, the whole deal. One of the stories was I I read that uh, one of the interviews, he was sticking his crotch in some chick's face. Oh, Mickey, this can't be good for you. And then he had the audacity to tell everyone afterwards he's going to answer these questions later, and his wife knows all about it. I'll bet she's thrilled about it. I bet they're uh, I, they're probably making love tonight, the two of them. They're probably having a <laughs> they're probably having relations as we speak. Yeah, she's telling him to sleep on the couch or get out is what she's telling him right now. Uh, anyway, I'll see you tomorrow four east on coast to coast. Sports Rage is next with my boy Marenzi. Don't forget, we're doing a show together Sunday at 3 East on Sports Grid. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen. For a different kind of addiction treatment, visit caron.org slash lost.